0: So uh, how has quarantine been overall? I mean, the world is going crazy, man, with this pandemic and everything going on in the U.S., cities burning to the ground. How have, how have you and your family held up throughout the, uh, throughout the pandemic?
1: Um, well, I'm out here in Texas, so uh, not much has changed here huh. in Texas. Um, life has still been going for us. Uh, my wife still works. She works at a vet clinic. Um, and uh, I was working at a podiatry office, so I was in the medical field as well. Uh, nothing really changed for us other than uh, my daughter having to stay home for the end of uh, the second semester of a school year um, and then going into the summer and it extended out through the the uh, beginning of their new school year. So not much has changed for us.
0: How does someone in the medical profession end up fighting? Like it just seems like you know it's two things that don't really make <laughs> much <laughs> sense together.
1: Well, shoot, I didn't start in the podiatry office until uh, this past year. Um, I've, I've been a guy that's worked a lot of different jobs. So, um, as far as me being in the fight game and being in the medical field recently, uh, I just did anything to pay the bills, really. Anything that would help and that would deal with my crazy
0: schedule. So, man, it's out, uh, big news. You're competing on the Contender Series. Describe the emotion, man. I'm sure, uh, was a lot to, to process at first.
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. Uh, getting that phone call up, um, knowing that somebody's seen you on the other level, uh, on the highest level of uh, mixed martial arts. Um, it was definitely overwhelming uh, to know that somebody's finally seen what we've been working on here at our gym here in uh, Copper's Cove. And uh, they've, they've seen the work that my coaches put into me and that my teammates put into me. And uh, it's, it was just super overwhelming to finally get recognized.
0: Who was the, uh, who was the first person you shared the news with?
1: <coughs> my wife's daughter and my mother-in-law. We were actually at dinner. And uh, I got that phone call, so they were the very first ones. I walked out into my garage, took the call, came back in, teary eyed and and just lost it with my wife, my daughter, and my mother-in-law.
0: I know this is going to sound a bit crazy, but I've talked to people who said, like, you know, sometimes you know, I wish I had waited a little bit longer. Maybe I'm too. It's too early to to uh, to accept uh, a fight at the big at the highest of levels. Did that cross your mind, or was it? I don't even care. Yes, check.
1: Oh no, I don't. I don't think. Uh it's the wrong time at all because I almost made the hop before um, where I, I took too big of a fight at a, I, I took too big of, of a fight to start out my pro career.
0: Span- uh, I fought the number
1: one guy, Ryan Spann, as, as my pro debut. Um, that probably wasn't the brightest idea, even though I was seven and zero undefeated as an amateur, I still needed to get that experience as a pro first. So there's been a couple of uh, early jumps in my career where I feel like I got the early jumps. I got them done uh, earlier in my career. Um, I don't think it, that it's <clears throat> it's not the right timing now. Uh, I really, truly believe in God's timing. And uh, this was all God. This was is, this is God's timing in my eyes. And I, I feel like there, there couldn't be a better opportunity than now because I'm ready now. Uh, I've, I've had some tough fights, man. Uh, I feel like my last three fights could have been UFC fights. They could all have been debut fights in the UFC. And, uh, I mean, look at the last three guys that I fought there. One was a UFC bet. Uh, one went to the UFC contender series and the other one is going to the contender series on the second episode this season. So I'm fighting, I'm fighting dogs out here. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you (laughs) started off your career with a four and three record, which, you know, like you said though, I mean, Ryan Spann, um, Kylan Hill, um, and Puna, like three, three killers are the three losses on your record. But was there a point where you're like, man, four and three, uh, I don't know if this is for me. Like, or was, or did you always have a little bit of like faith? You know, I'm gonna make it. You know, four and three may not look great right now, but I'm gonna string together some wins and I'll make it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I did have times where I was, I was in the dark, and uh, I just thank God that I had great coaches, uh, a great, a great support group that lifted me up when I took those L's. Um, that still believed in me, and uh, even when I didn't believe in myself, uh, I had a lot of people in my corner that that lifted me up whenever I felt like. You know, I just needed to stop and provide for my family in a different way. So uh, I-, I did have those thoughts um, <clears throat> to walk away. Um, but I-, I got up and-, and dusted myself off with the help of those people. And I just went back to work. I worked harder.
0: Do you think seeing, like like you said, Ryan Span as well as Puna Soriano, do you think that both of their uh, successes is like almost a way to be like, okay, you know what, I lost to them, but they're winning big fights. One of them's one of the highest ranked light heavyweights, or the other one just picked up a huge middleweight win. Was it a little bit of like a, a confidence boost seeing their success?
1: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. If, if you're taking fights against guys that are that are losing, that aren't doing much, you know, or that are on the regional circuit, and they're not doing anything on the regional circuit, maybe then it might be time to reevaluate, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying quit, but reevaluate some things and, yeah. and change some things that are that are possibly broken and not working. But uh I wish nothing but success on the guys that uh that I took L's to and look at them. Like you said, you said it yourself. These guys are they're doing well. They're doing very, very well in the game at the top of the top. So I mean it, it says a lot. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, um, so the Contender Series, I want to talk a little bit about your fight that's coming up. Uh, it's a little under a month away. Um, but man, um, the Contender Series is so much different than the LFA or even if you're making the UFC where you're not guaranteed that contract. You know, you can go out there and pick up a W and it's not guaranteed. Um, how does that change uh, your mentality for this fight knowing that a big finish or an exciting fight could really be the difference between making it or not making it? Well,
1: if you look at my fights, uh, I got a hundred percent finish rate. So whenever I, whenever I'm in a fight, if if I'm gonna win it, which usually I do, uh, it's gonna be in, in devastating fashion. You know what I'm saying? I like to finish guys. Uh, I, I can finish on the ground or I can finish standing up. And usually when we're on the ground, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that goes for a submission. Even if it's there, I'm gonna try to pound you out. So uh, I don't feel like I have to do anything um, extra. To get a contract. I think uh, if I just go out there and be myself, that Dana White will definitely give me a contract. So I'm not a guy that feels like I I need to do extra to to get the contract. Sometimes a lot of guys go in there with that aspect on, they have to be different. And uh, if you feel like you have to be different, then maybe it just wasn't for you. You you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you have to do something different, because that means you have to do something different every single fight. Uh, I, I feel like what I bring to the table is already enough. And uh, if it's not, then I just got to try again. Then we'll, t- we'll fix what- what's not broken. You know what I'm saying? I-, I-, I can't fix what's not broken is what I mean. So yeah. uh, wh- what we've been doing has been working, and it's-, it's it's been great. People love what they see. So we're just going to keep doing that. You know what I mean? Stay- stick to what we know um, and let everybody else adjust to us.
0: So finding a guy, Jamie, uh, Jamie Pickett, uh, your opponent, he's probably, I think, the second most experienced guy you've fought which is a pro and a con. I mean, pro is there's tape on him everywhere. You know, He's so you can watch all his mistakes. You can pick up on his tendencies. Bad news is he's also, you know, seen it all. So how does that alter the way you fight or your preparation going into this fight?
1: I don't necessarily think it's altered anything because, you know, when we watch Jamie, I I don't think he's second, to be honest. Uh, I I honestly think there's some guys on my list that could beat Jamie that I beat uh, pretty Pretty badly uh, that I think that could probably hurt Jamie. Uh, there's just something about Jamie's game that I don't see that makes as well because they say styles make matchups, right? Yeah. I don't think my style matches Jamie's style very well in his in his aspect where it favors him. Um, so I, I don't know, man. Like I, I respect Jamie. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I respect him. I'm training my butt off for him. Um, but I just don't I don't see anything in Jamie's game where it's it's super crazy where we had to do something crazy in the camp to make sure that we're, we're extra prepared you know what I mean yeah. like there's nothing that Jamie's throwing at us that we're not ready for that I haven't seen before you know what I mean
0: yeah and uh man this it's, it's been really weird I know uh you know not not so much the contender series but guys in the UFC have been saying man fighting in an empty arena is so weird <laughs> and You're hearing corners you're hearing commentators you're hearing all this stuff how uh how do you think that's going to affect your performance? Have you been someone who's like fed off the crowd in the past? And do you think not having that crowd there may benefit you or may like, you know, hurt you a little bit?
1: I think it'll benefit me. Uh, the crowd doesn't really play much of a, um, of a role in it other than making it better. It doesn't make it worse for me, if that makes sense. Like if the crowd's there, it can only help me. If the crowd's not there, it doesn't hurt me. Um, because, you know, it's always fun to – it's always fun to – it's a spectator sport. That's that's what this is. Yeah. Let's be real. The fan, we, we put the fans in the stands. You know what I mean? So um, not having the fans there, it, it's cool. Uh, it'd be cool to have them there, uh, especially for the Contender uh, Series. It sucks to not be able to have my family there because uh, I feel like this is – that the Contender is especially for the families. You know what I mean? For them to experience that for the yeah. first time with you and – it just sucks not to have them there, but I know they'll be watching. So, you know, technology is great. Um, I don't think it'll hurt me. I think it'll be a bad thing for Jamie because I'm a gym rat. I stay in the gym. So me being able to hear everything that my coaches say, even though if there's a crowd there or not, I have an ear for my coaches. Um, that means I'm going to be able to hear Jamie's coaches too. Like that's, that's not good. You know what I mean? I, I'm a gym rat. So I I, I think it's going to be a bad day for Jamie, man.
0: And, uh, Man, Mike Perry had his girlfriend in his corner. Is that something you considered as well? Just like nah, you know
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, me, and, me and my wife actually watched that, and uh, we were laughing because she, she was like, "I would never." I was like, "I would never put you in that position." You know what I mean? Like Mike Perry's like he's he's different, man. I I, I don't know how he did it. I'm glad he got his win, and whatnot. But yeah, nah, nah. I got coaches for that.
0: Speaking of Mike Perry um, and guys like Colby <laughs> Covington and all these guys, people like. And Dylan Dan is another great example. People, I find the negative attention really gets fans behind them. And uh, I guess how do you kind of stay grounded and being like, you know what, even though it brings attention, just being a bad guy, how do you kind of just stay humble and and be yourself, even though negative attention is really bringing fans uh, to like behind people and supporting people?
1: I think what keeps me grounded and just just me being myself, because sometimes even you being the, the good guy, people can say what you do good and turn it around on you. You know what I'm saying? No matter whether you, you do, good or bad, people are going to talk mess. That's the crazy thing. So uh, I don't too much let the outside chatter get into me, uh, especially because my inside circle is very, very tight. So everything that I have in house, I know the people that matter to me. I'm not saying that people don't matter, but I'm saying the people that matter to me, uh, they keep me built up and they keep me. Um, they keep me honest they're they're super transparent with me I don't have yes men in my corner I don't have my coaches and and my teammates that are always telling me hey you're a beast hey you're the you're the best you're this and that they'll tell me if I'm wrong they'll tell me if I'm missing missing training they'll call me if I'm I'm not there on time you know what I'm saying I have people that hold me accountable so uh whenever you have those kinds of people in your corner you tend to tune out the, the outside stuff and and it doesn't get to you as much so uh I think that's what helps keep me grounded
0: I want to talk a little bit about your last fight. I mean, you picked up the Ring of Combat Middleweight Championship. How did it feel picking up that belt, and how does it compare to getting the call uh, to compete on the Contender Series? Is there one that's a little bit more than the other, or a completely different categories we don't even talk we don't. We can't compare them.
1: I think uh, getting the Contender Series is, is probably, it means more to me, because that's ultimately my bigger goal, um, it was not only to reach it to the UFC, but to be top 10, to be the champion one day. I see myself literally holding the, the UFC 185 belt. Uh, I don't care who has it at the time, whether it be Paula Costa or whether it be Israel. Uh, I'd much rather fight Israel because uh, he's not a cheater. You know, Paula, Paula's been popped a couple of times on, on the roids and stuff. So uh, I'd much rather fight Israel. But um, I just think I, I, I'm i not being disrespectful towards regional belts or, or any other belt other than the UFC. But I don't look at them as much as... The higher stature as I look is the UFC belt because the UFC belt is the top notch. It's, it's the best of the best. And if I want a belt, I want that belt. So I definitely appreciate a uh, ring of combat and dead serious MMA, letting me go out and fight and letting me use that platform to climb up to the UFC because I, I needed that. I need, apparently I needed to go fight a guy that was um, that was out there that a lot of people knew that uh, the UFC was looking at. And I needed to get that win. So whatever whatever means necessary to get there. So I do appreciate it. Don't get me wrong, but that belt isn't everything to me. That that I, I appreciate it and and I'm I'm grateful for it. But uh, that's that's not my goal. So um, I think this is by far way more important, uh, getting in the call from the UFC to the contender series.
0: So there's been a lot of hype around Fight Island and is that something that you wish you had a chance to <laughs> I mean, it looked unbelievable from here. I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, man, the things I would do to just stand in that ring on the man, beach. I'll- like, I don't even care. <laughs> uh, do you, part, does part of you wish, like, maybe you, like, that you would have gotten an opportunity to compete there, whether it be a contender series type thing? Do you wish it was you had the opportunity to travel there, or are you okay with Vegas? I'm, I,
1: I, I'm okay with Vegas. I'm not going to lie to you. The only thing that bothered me about Fight Island is that these guys were fighting in the early a.m. Like, these, like supposedly they were fighting at, like, 3 and 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Like, bro, my body does not function at that time. There was actually two UFC fighters that turned down contracts that were supposed to fight on Fight Island. And uh, I, I read up on it, and uh, one of them said the reason why was because his body does not function at that time. Like, he was completely transparent yeah. about it. And I was like, yo, that would be me. I would have had to, like obviously as a fighter i be like oh yes i want to go but then i would have had to sit down and face the realism of it and be like hey my body does not function at that time you know what i'm saying so i don't know man it seems exciting like off you know off the rip but i don't think i would have i would have been too excited to fight at that time at night so i'm satisfied with just staying in the u.s for now um and then you know getting my feet wet and then we go into that those waters you know what i mean yeah,
0: absolutely. So the, the little platform, I started this podcast about three months ago, uh, just out of boredom. There was no MMA. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start this, see who comes on. And it kind of like built around that. But prior to that, um, the platform I, I kind of had was based on matchmaking, um, as well as doing uh, fight predictions. So is there a <laughs> fighter in the UFC uh, that's currently fighting in, the, in, the, in your division that you think like, that's someone I, I see myself fighting someday? You mentioned Adesanya, you mentioned Costa, but is there someone that you'd be like, okay, i be ready to fight that guy on my debut? On my
1: debut, um, I don't want to jump too ahead of myself and my coaches cut my head off and my management cut my head off. So um, I'll just, uh, I, don't, I don't have a name right now. Uh, I have names in the book, of course, but uh, I'm not going to release those until, until we take these first steps, you know what I mean? But uh, as far as moving forward, to answer your question a little bit, any guy that comes out of the contender series this year, uh, coming, you know, as, as an 85er, I'm not the only 85er coming out of the contender series. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward and I see myself getting that contract. So any of those guys that went off of the contender series this season with me, I'm willing to take on any of them.
0: And we mentioned Costa, we mentioned Adesanya.
1: How do you think that's going to play out? I definitely think Izzy's going to get the win. Um, I think Izzy will snipe him. Izzy's a, he, he's very, uh, a collected striker uh he doesn't take shots that are unnecessary um you saw in the Yoel fight it it, it may have seemed boring to a lot of people but he won he did what what a champion needed to do he won Uh, a lot of people may not like that style but he knew what he was doing and uh i think he's he's very he's a very well calculated champion and uh he'll he'll snipe i think he'll snipe paula paula's been rocked before so I, i think he'll 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 drop paula man
0: And uh, another big one, Uh, this will be my last question for you. Biggest uh, heavyweight fight in UFC history for a lot of people, Stipe DC3. Your thoughts on on how you think that one's going to go?
1: Oh, man, this is so hard because recently I've just grown to start liking DC. Um, Because whenever DC was going through his thing with John Jones, you know, I've always been a John Jones fan. I, I never disliked DC as a person. But uh, just as a fighter, I've always followed Johnny Bones. Like, I I feel like he's definitely in the GOAT racing, if not already the GOAT. Um, So it's hard, but I've recently grown to like DC, even his fighting style and everything. Uh, Man, it's so hard to pick. I think I'll go... I think I'll go with Stipe, man. I think I'll go with Stipe. I think either way, they're both going to walk away after this. I'm just hoping for a good fight. I won't be mad if DC wins, but I think I'm just going to go with with uh, Stipe because Stipe's backstory, you know what I'm saying? Stipe comes from not a huge gym, uh, not a lot of huge names at his gym. Um, <clears throat> he didn't have a lot in his corner, so he had less to work with. So I want to go with him kind of just because, you know, he didn't have all the all the great things that DC has, you know what I'm saying? DC had Kane Velasquez all his, all his years. I think Kane might still even be training. So he still has Kane and uh, just to see a guy that hasn't had a lot, kind of like that's why I appreciate Conor McGregor because he came up from nothing. You know what I mean? To see guys like that rise up, uh, I'll always pick that guy. You know what I mean?
0: And uh, non MMA uh, question to kind of end it: What sorts of things do you do in your free time? Uh, like a lot of time in the pandemic, do you play video games? Do you watch TV? Oh, yeah. What sorts of things do you uh, do you watch?
1: Without a doubt, I actually uh, play Xbox Xbox One. I'm an Xbox guy. Um, I, I play Fortnite now. I'm back on Fortnite with my daughter because my daughter, I just got her a gamer account, uh, our gamer tag. So she's she's all about the Fortnite. So I always play with her. Uh, she picks me up. But uh, usually I'm online with a whole bunch of other fighters, man. I, I actually play with my brother and my coaches. All of us have a gamer tag. That's kind of our, our way of, uh, you know, putting away the fighting, putting away everything else, and uh, just, just having some boy time on, on the game. And, uh that's pretty much it. If I'm not playing the game, I'm spending time with my family. We go out. We try to do things outside. We go hiking. We go swimming. Uh, with it being summer out here in Texas, it's been averaging like 100. So we've been trying to get in water and stuff like that. So that's that's things I like to do. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> All right, man. I'm looking forward to your fight. Best of luck. You, so keep washing your hands, man. You don't want to catch anything. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's been popping now with COVID. So just, uh, just stay safe. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to your fight.
1: Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate your time, man.
0: All right, man. All the best.
1: All right. Have a good one.